Hello and welcome to NFTeach, presented by Aspen. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy. Really excited to bring you this episode with the gentleman from Mr. Block. And we're going to talk about their educational initiatives focused on the Web3 space. So I think you're really going to enjoy this one. Uh, let's do a quick spot from our sponsors, VinoVest, and then we'll jump into the episode. Fine wine has long been a cornerstone of wealth generation and preservation. The problem? Historically, it's been reserved for the ultra-wealthy. VinoVest is changing that. If you know me, you know I'm always looking for the next big player in the industry. I was amazed at how easy it was to get started in diversifying your investment portfolio. Wine has one-third the volatility of the stock market and has outperformed the global equities market over the past 30 years with 10.6% annualized returns, proving that the returns can be as robust as your favorite red. VinoVest makes it easy to acquire new investments equipped with a team of world-class sommeliers who evaluate wine and determine which ones will gain value over time. You own the wines in your portfolio outright. You can buy, sell, and even drink them whenever you want. Go to zen.ai slash nfteach to receive two months of fee-free investing on VinoVest. Be sure to mention that NFTeach is helping you save on two months of management fees. It's time to start investing with VinoVest today. Joining me on the Aspen NFT guest line is none other than Rabs and Bloxy from Mr. Block. Gentlemen, good day to you. Cheers. Happy St. Patty's Day. Happy St. Patty's Day to you, Rabs. Bloxy, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Doc. Good to speak to you again. Yeah, uh, happy to jump into this and excited to jump into this with you. And so uh, you guys are are representing Mr. Block. And, and I just want to start by like letting you sort of set some overview for what Mr. Block represents. Yeah, absolutely. So just to give you some context, so Alex and I, you, Rabs, we've been close friends actually since since high school, since we were 14 years old. And actually, over the years, um, you know, I've been working in technology startups for the past decade. And so the idea of, you know, decentralized technology, Bitcoin, Ethereum, it's slowly kind of leaked into my brain over the years. And so I think once I really understood the concept of decentralized technology, the, the idea of decentralized money, sound money, especially around the, the time of COVID, where we started to see you know, trillions of dollars being printed, I realized that this technology was going to revolutionize everything. And really kind of putting in that startup hat, um, I knew that Alex was working in the industry. And so, you know, we were just kind of, you know, shooting the shit, talking crypto pretty frequently every day, because I, I just had so many questions. I mean, first, it started with the speculation around Bitcoin, and, you know, obviously buying, buying as low as I could, and then exploring altcoins, and then Starting, starting to understand that the learning curve for this, it's never ending. And so, you know, I was always asking Rabs kind of where, where should I go to learn about this? Where should I go to do this? And we, we started to realize that through this kind of exploration phase that there was a huge need to kind of develop educational platform solutions that really guided users um, through their crypto journey. Because, you know, when I, when I was when I found Bitcoin, I realized there's much more than just a financial speculation. And I thought that really empowering others to learn about this technology was going to be so crucial 
um, not only for their for their lives financially, but this is just where the the future is going with all decentralized technology, everything potentially going uh, getting tokenized, all these different asset classes. And so we came up with the venture, Mr. Block, uh, really with the idea of building a blockchain education brand, a community driven Web3 platform that really aims to onboard and educate both crypto enthusiasts and crypto newbies. Yeah, very cool. And, you know, you're, you're spot on on the challenge of navigating this. And that's why, like, for the longest, I was directing people toward Topshot because it was centralized, it was fiat based, and it sort of like put rails, like safety rails on some of the things that can really go wrong quickly when you're participating in, you know, the open sea. Uh, and I mean that both figuratively and literally, uh, it, you know, it, it is very, very challenging. And I think that like for crypto, you know, maxis, like, this is all pretty natural to them. But, you know, a lot of the people, most of the people probably who've come into NFTs don't really understand crypto at all. Yeah, we noticed that uh, in our <clears throat> adventures, too, like back in and uh, NFT NYC back in the fall is awesome and beautiful in the sense that the creator community really rallied around it. But I also noticed that, like, it seemed to be like people had no idea how crypto itself worked. So. We realize that you know there's a lot of potential uh, in this space for people, but everyone's going to have their own gateway drug, so to speak. For me, it was uh, Bitcoin early on, and I think same for for Bloxy. Uh, but that doesn't mean everyone can or should take the same path. So we identified yeah you know, this this demographic of people through primary and secondary research that Bloxy described of enthusiasts and newcomers and realize that we just wanted to unlock the opportunity cost of, of sitting on the sidelines. So, so here's the next question that I have is like, so how do you do that? So how, how do you do that for people? Yeah, it's a good segue. I'm also into kind of the NFT relevant side of things, but yeah, at its core, we were trying to solve a bit of a problem for ourselves by giving people a single, a single interface for all things crypto, but kind of curated in a way that's the, the, the elements that they care about because crypto and blockchain is really broad. So uh, we we have an app that's being released this uh, this month or early next that will be uh, you know knowledge hub type of functionality where you can tune based on you know, your t interest topics within blockchain from Bitcoin to DeFi to NFTs and so on and so forth. And that'll include like content and social uh, media scraping and things. So you have, again, like a single place. You know, we, in our research, we found there was uh, anywhere from 10 to 15 different data sources people were switching between to get this information of people like us, right? <clears throat> Never mind complete newcomers. So, and that doesn't include like if you're a sneakerhead or, you know, a sports enthusiast and you're on Barstool or whatever other you know, data sources and content feeds you're looking. So you know, at its core, it's a platform based application. But when Bloxy came to me, you know, he was working on he had, was running like this fun e-commerce store for a while that you know, we still operate and use as part of our our brand strategy. And there's some fun designs on there. Um, so we kind of took the, the e-com um, really matured that into like an actual brand uh, architecture. Uh, that the app is being designed around and a couple months ago decided that, hey, you know, what what better way than to jumpstart our community than through um, an NFT based mechanism? So uh, that's what we decided to build uh, our NFT and our PFP project on, which uh, is called the blocks. And the purpose is, is twofold is to jumpstart our community. 
uh, by you know, adding value to that community from an educational and participation standpoint, and then also to help fund uh, the venture itself. So I um, mean, we're excited that there's a lot behind. Um, it's it's easy to laugh off a lot of PFP projects because there's a lot of um, you know, bogus stuff in the space, but we're excited that there's you know, real business behind this thing and a team of like real passionate Web3 educators. Yeah, they, I, Bloxy, you know, I'm curious, You, when we had our initial conversation prior, previous to recording, you know, part of my perspective on some of the, the interest value add that interesting value add that you guys bring is that you have a business acumen and a business background. And this is very much a business to you where I think that a lot of these projects sort of start from this perspective of, of being dudes or gals in a basement somewhere making some cool art and then, you know, trying to flip it on the internet. And it's clear that, you know, the, the, the vehicle, this NFT project is just a vehicle for you guys to sort of like get interest and build community around your, your product and business. So, I mean, what has been your approach into how you've built the NFT project specifically from a business perspective that's going to allow Mr. Block to thrive and allow the community to grow? Yeah, so the one thing I'll add um, to, to answer your question. So I think what really makes us different and what's really missing in this industry is it's we're looking to closely align with Web3 researchers and educators, really having a platform and also an incentive mechanism or learn to earn gamification principle instilled where it's it's almost this virtuous cycle where newcomers are continuing to come in and there's crypto enthusiasts that are continuing to produce research and knowledge. Because if you think about it, this space moves way too quick. I mean, something like a board API club is not even a year old and it's valued in the billions of dollars. I mean, so there's another board API club being born every single day, potentially. And so the idea of, you know, just that and we're just talking about the NFT space. We're not even talking about Bitcoin, DeFi. There's so many new use cases that are coming out. I mean, I think like we have friends that are, don't they don't necessarily care about crypto, but now like they're in real estate and they care about the metaverse, you know, about all, all the hype around the metaverse and digital real estate, which is it's very real, but it's also kind of very early, too. And so I think back to the, your earlier point there, I love the idea of NFTs bringing in newcomers but not at the the not at what's happening today especially when you're seeing a lot of influencers just kind of you know pump these different projects it's very easy to manipulate a lot of these these lower supply projects and it's almost like its own business strategy if you have the right marketing strategy in place you don't necessarily have to deliver a product and you can be undoxed and you can just you know have a sellout mint and that's not our goal at all we're actually we're working very closely i mean the reason why personally why i love that we're talking with you is I mean, it's very apparent how passionate you are about education, especially with NFTs. And so we're, we're doing a lot of similar things where we're looking to align with these different educators and almost work together in a platform based environment to really onboard newcomers and celebrate different wins and um, leverage the NFT is also providing additional opportunities for people that want to accelerate in space. Let's talk about what specific utility comes with holding the token. So you guys go to Mint, you, you have your Mint date. You know, you sell X uh, and we'll get into the specifics of the mint in a little bit, but um, you sell X tokens. Like if I'm a holder, what what comes with that uh, if you're you're part of this project? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost is we're you know, positioning this as a, a genesis opportunity because we have additional collections in mind that will get more sophisticated over time. But uh, the, the first element is all the Genesis minters will get lifetime free subscription to our knowledge platform. 
Uh, this is early, right? It's a, it's a beta product, but the idea is that it matures to something very compelling. And for people who enjoy being early adopters and having a direct line to founders and product development and you know, participating in, in tight-knit value-add communities, this is really interesting to people. Um, there's also a bunch of other elements in the roadmap, like um, you know, we're designing a uh, kind of a AR scavenger hunt for NFT LA as you know, one element. Um, and then there's a whole bunch of other like, and at this point, you can kind of consider almost like standard quote unquote utility elements. Um, Bloxy, maybe some comments on that staking side of things. Yeah, Doc, I think you, you'd find this funny, especially kind of just seeing the evolution over the past year in NFTs. I think um, especially, uh, you know, most of the projects, 25, 50% of the way, if they raise the funds, they would promise an e-commerce store, you know, and I think that's just, that's no longer acceptable. And now everyone's really just questioning like, the real utility of these NFTs. And so, yeah, just to add on to Alex's point. So, I mean, we, we you know, we're, we're hiring developers, we're a pre-seeded venture, uh, you know, funded startup, and we plan to continue to hire the right developers and team to build out a blockchain education brand that really aims to onboard millions of new users into the crypto ecosystem. And with that comes cost. And so, you know, it's funny that Obviously, I mean, we've been working in kind of Web two before this, but the idea of not having a, a docs team is is kind of it's, it's definitely scary for a lot of people that haven't been in Web three. So, you know, I, I love the idea of kind of not being, you know, being being one with the community, showing my face, showing you know our background and really our passion to bring others into this space. Especially because, I mean, it's done so much for me, and I know I, I felt like I was just screaming from the rooftop when I found out about like Bitcoin. I really understood it. I was trying to tell everyone about it. They thought I was like crazy. And I was just always seeking more information. And I thought, am I crazy or is there actually something here? And so really to find that community is really hard, especially from an education standpoint. Like I, I was, I, you know, I actually, the idea around Mr. Block, I was learning solidity. You know, I was, I was learning smart contracts. So I was taking all these different Coursera courses. I was doing this all proactively. I didn't have anyone really to, to guide me through this. So I was just kind of testing this out. And throughout the whole process, I'm just thinking like, th there's gotta be a faster way to onboard new users with all the different available resources that are already out there today that leverage Web3 um, communities that, you know, to find them, to find a home in crypto. Well, it's not just also about speed, but also scale. I found myself on the phone with friends like Boxy and just spending hours of time sometimes just because I was so passionate about it, but it was like really an irresponsible use of my time because it was so inefficient to like, yeah, educate friends one-on-one. -on -one. And yeah, you know, this as like a, uh, you know, what, what do you call it? Like a recovering public educator. Right? <laughs> um, it does it. Yeah. You can scale. Okay. If you're managing a, a school or a district or something, okay, that's better scale than one-on-one. -on -one. Sure. You can design curriculum and disseminate that. But I mean, the way to do it, you know, at limitless, levels is through software so um yeah that's that's the thing is you know, educating you know, at, at scale and in an efficient way and and then tying the 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 unique attributes of uh, nft based technology to that experience so the thing that what i'm most excited about from a utility standpoint to circle back on that question is uh yeah i come from you know high tech sales background and um uh, yeah, kind of enterprise uh, yeah, IT background. And um, we really love this idea of you know, in our V2 product of actually delivering digital identity and authentication through the tokens themselves. 
So the idea is that we'll have an integrated workflow for premium account creation that involves you know, the usage of, of NFTs. And then you have you know, an avatar or PFP as your actual community identity. But then on top of that, um, it's also your authentication mechanism where you're using a, you know, a, a crypto wallet to authenticate to the platform and the services. And yeah, that's that's unique too, right? That's kind of a Web three me- mechanism. And um, as UX continues to improve, like across the industry, it'll be a really nice way of participating in services. Yeah, and I, you know, we're talking a lot about education, and you mentioned I'm a rec- recovering public educator, which is 100 percent correct. But I guess my my next question to you is like, you know, the best teachers are teachers. I mean, that's what they're trained to do, and that's that's you know their passion and the skill that it, it's required to teach 17 year olds 32 of them in a room at one time um, is nothing short of herculean so i'm just curious as to like what your sort of approach into building educational partnerships is going to be and how you're and, and maybe there's going to be some educators that are listening to this and so like what would be your message to those people who maybe are educator at the intersection of educator and web3 yeah, absolutely. Just so to add to that, um, I think so. The point is, it's not really about me and Alex thinking, you know, oh, this is definitely the best educator in blockchain. I think everything we do for this platform and the future of Mr. Block is really kind of that that DAO governance mindset where, you know, it's not it's not our ranking that we think that Doc's the best you know, NFT educator. So we should kind of highlight all his different resources. It's really a, a voting structure you know, by the community a gamified way that we can incentivize people to provide this type of insight to make sure that we almost have like an updated ledger of information, updated courses to be able to provide the community. So, you know, when they're when they're top, when they want to jump into Bitcoin or NFTs, like they would have everything in one single user interface updated with the best content and resources. Also, on top of the utility that they'll receive as you know, holding the NFT, we, we want to partner with these educators because I know a lot of them have independent courses. So we want to be able to roll that into NFTs. We want to be able to, a lot of people don't even go to crypto conferences, which is actually crazy to me because I feel like that's really where people learn a lot. So the idea, even buying a crypto NFT in New York City is like 800 bucks. So we want to be able to provide these different types of conference in real life opportunities for people to actually get out there. And because, I mean, even our artists alone, it, it took him going to Decentral in Miami, and then he was just hooked on NFTs, and we we launched this project with him. Yeah, that's a that's a cool story. And actually, um, to kind of address your question from like a future state Nirvana standpoint, you know, the vision is everything from an education standpoint is totally community driven. But you asked this questions earlier on like your business learnings and entrepreneurial learnings and. I mean, the main thing is like, there's this great book by Ben Horowitz, A16Z called The Hard Thing About Hard Things. Like it's it's hard. It's just really hard um, to build a business. Um, so like our message, you know, the message to ed- educators is, you know, we're jumpstarting the education and the content side of the community by your know, different relationships. We're bringing people into Twitter spaces and all that. And, you know, it's not about, um, to Bloxy's point, it's not about like how many followers you have. It's about, you know, are your mission and values aligned? Are you trying to do the right thing? Are you working hard? Are you delivering value to the community? Um, yeah, that's the message. Like if you align with those principles, then you know, we definitely want to talk and, and partner and help promote you and, and vice versa and you know, get your get your value out to the community because we're you know, ultimately building a repertoire of, uh, you know, of, of educational content and educators. But ultimately, you know, when we have kind of critical mass community participation, this is all sort of self-sustaining through a community flywheel where 
you know, someone like you could come into you know, the, the app uh, platform and produce, uh, you know, analysis on uh, NFT podcasts, you know, markets, that type of thing, right? Any, you know, whatever it might be in the space. Um, uh, so that kind of, that was sort of like reverse engineering the, the strategic vision, but being also realistic about where we are now, you know, we're building a community from the ground up and it's hard, but we're doing it in earnest. Yeah, I, I think that the flywheel approach of, of sort of getting your community actively engaged in, in the creation of what you're doing is what we've seen successful projects do and what we've seen failed projects fail to do. Um, because, you know, I'm uh, there's a project I'm thinking about right now. I got really hyped about minting. I minted, I minted more at a price higher than I typically would. And it was apparent that this project was not going to sell out 10,000 units. Like it just didn't have the momentum to do it. And so sort of the community was like, look, there's nothing that's really being built here. There's some sandbox sandbox plays and some of your normal expected stuff. So like, I think the whole community was expecting them to just kill the mint and just like make the project a Genesis project. And they just didn't do that. And, and it just went on and on and on. And what it did was it made me sort of like want to jump from the, the project because it told me that the founders were not living in reality about what was happening. It is a bear market and you're not selling. You have people that want to support your project and your mint price was pretty high. So you know what? Like take the dub and, you know, figure out another way to monetize. But the failure to do that. And I think that's where the what I'm talking about, like the absence of business presence in some of these projects comes to play. Like, you know, you 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 sort of have a, a lack of, of just business chops in a lot of these projects. There's too many artists and influencers and people who don't understand bottom line business. And then and then what happens is the project sort of, of spirals out of control. Um, I, what I do want to ask is, as we're sort of wrapping up, can you give me all mint particulars where to go how much you know um everything just give me the full run of what people need to know about the the nft drop i want want to say one comment on what you just said and i think it's completely true i mean we've come to the point that we're seeing collection sizes needing to diminish in size it's it's no longer the crypto punks ten thousand collection um sellout i think like pixelmon was definitely like the peak of that where people were starting to get skeptical around just overall collections and undocs founders. But um, yeah, so when it came, when it comes to the exact collection size, we're, we're doing a mint of three, 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 three. And we, we actually, we know that aligns and I, I know the collection size actually reduced over time. So like, I think uh, from like three to 8,000 was, it's kind of the norm, but now it's, we're aligning that really to our platform and that's what we can, we believe we can sustain from like a beta version and actually developing the the platform that we were just talking about. And so we don't actually have a mint date, but the mint price will be 0.2. And um, we plan to announce the mint date over the next coming weeks. A couple clarifications. Yeah, we decided to do this on Ethereum. So it's 0.2 ETH. That was a debate. You know, we had a couple options we evaluated, but just be wanting to align with our target demographic. It's definitely the most supported community yeah, at the moment, broadly speaking, and has the most familiarity outside of like doing it on Solana or something else, which would be totally cool. And we could definitely implement like staking utility or something on Solana, but um, it'll be 0.2 ETH across uh, four threes, 3,333 PFPs. 
uh, mint date TBD, but you can stay up to, uh, on all the latest uh, on social. All of our handles for the most part are at uh, Mr. Block underscore com. Our, the website for the collection is www.mrblocknft.com. And from there, you can join our Discord, which is definitely the best way to stay um, current on like the real time updates and things. And you know, we're we're learning a lot as we go. Um, you know, we've kind of had to pivot pivot with the market and also um, you know, pivot with the other elements of the business that are flushing out. But we're super excited about delivering something quality uh, to to the market and to our community. And um, yeah, again, to emphasize what you'd mentioned, like message to educators is you know, reach out. We want to. We want to help you. We want we want you to help us. We want to bring more people into the space, and um, and really just unlock the potential for anyone who's interested. Amazing, uh, Bloxy and Raps. Raps, you know what? You had a friendly face from the first call, and I couldn't put my finger on who you looked like. There is a professional athlete that you very much remind me of. No, don't do tell you me. Know, do you know who this athlete is? <laughs> No, man, I usually get like a Jonas Brother double. No, no, no. There's a Mitch Trubisky vibe is heavy with this one. And you live in North Carolina. So it, it, I mean, you look like Mitch Trubisky. And that's why I liked you from the jump. As a lifelong Bears fan, rooting for him in Pittsburgh now. I think he's going to have a really good year. But that's what it was. Yeah, you know, I'll take it, man. I lived on the North Shore for a short period of time. So I went to a couple Bears, Bears games. There you go. I'll take it, man. Thank you. <laughs> I, I get I get Ben Roethlisberger, so trust me, you're on the better side of it than me. Um, but yeah, I, I want to thank you guys for joining and check out Mr. Block. All of the social information, the link tree information is in the show notes. And uh, thanks for joining me, guys. Appreciate it. And I hope you enjoy your St. Patty's Day. Yeah, you're the man. Thanks, Doc. Yeah, thank you, Doc. Hope you enjoyed that episode of NFTH featuring Rabs and Bloxy from Mr. Block. Going to be bringing you a bunch of great episodes coming up in the next couple weeks. But for now, it's Dr. Jeremy signing off saying take care of yourselves and each other. Peace.